This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Right now, joining me in the studio, we have curator at Waikato Museum, Marie Mills, who is uh, joining us as one of our regular communications with the uh, museum uh, to talk about upcoming exhibitions. Thanks for joining us, Marie. Good to see you. Uh, not the um, most pleasant morning to come up the hill to see us here at the station. We're <laughs> glad you did. Uh, Matariki, big on everybody's mind at the moment, and that's one of the key features of the, that you've got coming up with the ex- uh, exhibits at the museum. Tell me more about that. Well, at the moment, uh, as you know, Matariki launched last uh, Friday, and we are now a week into the festival. So our Matariki uh, Kiwakato museum event, our signature event happens on Saturday and coincides with the opening of um, Atiarangi, which is a or Interstellar which is an exhibition by um, a wonderful artist called Mayangi Waitai and it's a it's a lovely family free kind of um, exploration of the Matariki stars that's the cluster, so she's given them individual personalities right. and um, they are, they're kind of like superheroes and encased, <laughs> encased in their own kind of environment which um, she's used quite a lot of symbolism and um, it's a fabulous show and during the day on Saturday we'll be um, we've got a couple of um, people from our public programs arena who are going to help families create stars to create a galaxy for her exhibition as well as you come into it. So that'll be a fun event. So, yeah, it's just lovely to see some of our Māori artists making um, the kaupapa and the, and the mātauranga, the knowledge around the stars, accessible to families. It sounds like a, a nice meld also between legend and astronomy so that there's... There's, um, you know, the science of the stars and, what, you know, what they signify and all that sort of thing as well. Aye. So, yeah, I mean, that's the wonderful thing about this festival. When you look at, um, online at the website, Masarikiki Waikato website, you'll see that there's um, all sorts of events, like the Astronomical Society are putting on events so that people can learn about the cluster from an astronomy point of view. But there's also, we've got some um, Māori astronomers who will be able to speak to the kaupapa of it from a Māori perspective. So, yeah, it's a great, um, it's a huge festival. So there's a lot on on the Saturday, um, not just um, Interstellar, the show. We also start off in the morning with a mother and daughter pair who um, I've known um, I've known the mother Ngaronoa Renata for a while she was a healer but her daughter is a Taonga Puro specialist so that's the traditional Māori musical instruments right. and while I say that I instantly wanted to just um, afi the whānau of Richard Nunns who passed, passed away, away last week, yes yeah. and um, as you know was instrumental in the revival of Taonga Puro so she's going to be playing and her mother will help people to move. So it's a type of contemporary Māori yoga, I think, to um, these sounds. And they talk about the sounds of these instruments being vibrations. So that'll be very interesting. That's our first um, kick-off of the day on Saturday. We've also got our fabulous uh, Rupu Aroha Ki Te Rāranga group of weavers. 
and they've been with us for a few couple of years now. Fabulous group of uh, wahine, and I believe um, we've got a Māori male weaver coming this time as well, and they're making tipare with the that's the headbands with the children and their parents, and that's always extremely popular. Um, and in the afternoon, Maria Huata is joining us. She needs no introduction in the Waikato. She's um, a descendant of Maniapoto, Kahununu. She's um, Ngāti Pro and uh, Ngāti Whakaue, and she's um, been a presenter, TV and radio presenter for many years and producer of multimedia productions. Mm. But she's going to... Um, I guess she's a, she's always been a huge advocate of te reo Māori and she's going to help our participants learn to be um, interactive orators and storytellers. So I think I'm really interested to see what she's going to do, but it's going to be pretty exciting, I think. Yeah, sounds it. And, um, yeah, and then we've got, um, obviously, our performing... Um, geniuses from Entertainment Suite will um, re will come again, and they've been regulars, hugely um, enjoyable because they are kapahaka mauraco specialists who invite the audience to learn alongside them. Nice. So yeah, so you can come along and um, learn some of those you know uh, skills with the rako with the and with um, kapahaka and. Wyata. So that will be on um, in the afternoon as well. So we're looking at a pretty busy day. Gee, I'll say. Yeah, that's on Saturday. On Saturday, and yep. that's How long does the uh, uh, celebration of Matariki um, go in terms of uh, what, what the museum is going to be involved in? It's just that that, um, that signature event for the festival is on the Saturday from 10 till 4. Yeah. But the festival itself runs right through to the end of July and the um, interstellar sh- exhibition um, that I was talking about earlier, Maiangi uh, Waiati's, um, sh- her exhibition will be on until the end of the festival. Okay. Well, it sounds like a, it's, it's a terrific launch for all of those things, but Saturday's going to be a really immersive day, and, and if you've got the time to, to be there for all of it or part of it, it sounds like it's certainly going to be worthwhile. A couple of other major things coming up I wanted to touch on as well, one of which uh, is really interesting, which is uh, 1981. It seems like just yesterday for those of us that lived through it all, but uh, it's a long time ago now. The, yes. We're talking about the uh, unrest around the uh, Springbok tour at the time. Tell me more about that. Well, this is an extraordinary show put on by Dr. Nadia Gushiao, um history curator, and she's she was only five when this um, event happened. The whole exhibition is around the event when the Springbok was scheduled to play in Hamilton, and as you know, um, as well, a lot of people don't know actually. That's what we've been discovering. They don't know. Have. Um, there was protesters uh, arrived and stormed the grounds and the game was called off. And, of course, this was a hugely important rugby game back in um, 1981 and uh, it was being televised all around the world. A lot of people in South Africa had got up early to watch it on TV. So it was a globally momentous event for New Zealand and for the world, really, because... You know, we've been through recently the Black Lives Matter movement and we forget that it wasn't that long ago in this country where, you know, extreme, I guess, extreme racism, I'm going to say, 
was evident and prolific and we saw it in droves um, during that time. So it's quite a disturbing show. It's a revealing show. Mm. Um, I imagine yeah. quite confronting for confronting. a lot of people as well. You know, I, as yeah. an adult <laughs> of yeah. a certain age, 30 years ago to me doesn't seem that long. And I remember that this, the Hamilton event, when, when, when everything reached its, its tipping point there, was really uh, the defining moment in terms of the protests and, and what happened after that. Oh, was what was became really significant, and, and the the protesting about the tour, and the fact that the game got called off, the uh, the flower bombing of the field, all that sort of stuff that happened at the time mm. um, was hugely significant. And I don't think we realised in this country, as you say, what the impact was like overseas, yes. and how significant that was in terms of um, changing public opinion uh, in, in a much wider sense than what it was happening here. Yes, I mean. I think, you know, the media has so much to, to um, you know, we've got to be grateful for them. And I think what this exhibition does is show the role of the photographer, mm. of they the recorder. They were all, yeah. They were. And, you know, even our own museum photographer, Kay Springer, he was there. There are photographs. Um, so, so when we had, had the blessing for the exhibition, some of the photographers came. Um, so I think someone came over from Australia who lives there now. Um, and and it was a moving experience because they relived that violence that they were subjected to just wanting to be there and record this momentous occasion so yes it, it's um i think it's it's a when when those photographers and people that were you know involved in the protests see this themselves in this image these images it does bring back that horror of you know being hunted down by rugby supporters post the game you know and if anyone knows it was people stormed the student village for example looking for supporters to give them a beating mm. and there was um, some pretty horrific injuries happened post the um, calling off of the game where angry rugby supporters at that stage just hadn't got their head around um, what it meant you know because I guess we were in a they were in a place of denial saying you know it's not about Politics is a sport, and that was the that was the um, you know that was the, the kind of it was it was a hugely divisive time. It was. And, and, you know, a lot of people got carried away yes. with, with their own world view. I they think did. at the time, yeah. In um, fact, one of the co-martyrs was it, that came to um, bless the the um, opening was saying that he was going to go to the game, and he had to go to a tangi and gave his tickets to friends. And then when they went, half the whānau were running on the field and half were in the stands. And he said it was hugely divisive for yeah. his family. Mm. That is open now. It runs through till the 26th of September. And I'm pleased to hear you talk about the significance of the photographs and all of this because our next uh, thing that I want to talk about is one of New Zealand's uh, preeminent uh, photographers from a, uh, a history recording point of view but also the, just the quality of her work was amazing um, talking about Marty Friedlander portraits of the artists um, her portraiture work was outstanding and a benchmark for a lot of photographers to follow Absolutely, that's running uh, it's on now through till the 25th of July can you give me a bit of background on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a um, collection, um, and it's a hugely significant collection too, of works which are just um, artists and creatives from around Aotearoa. And the thing about, you know, Mar as you say, about Marty's portraiture is it, it was definitely a benchmark for those to follow because she had a way of, um, you know, capturing people's 
if you like, um, essence or, or, or their, their, their wider or their spirit. And she, it often, when you look at those photographs of those artists, and a lot of them obviously are now deceased, so they're hugely important for all sorts of reasons. But, you know, she's, she, every time you look at one of those images, you think they must be friends. You know, they've got this familiarity. There's an honesty there, There's an isn't honesty, it? integrity, and familiarity about the images that say, I know this guy really well. And sometimes she did. I mean, she was friends with Philip Claremont, for example. And, you know, he's such a great character to photograph. But there are some surprises in this exhibition too. So, you know, I was having a good look and spotted Susan Firth, who's, you know, passed away. And she was... She was married to Hamish Keith, and you think there's this whole, there was this whole amazing, I guess, artistic renaissance going on in that era in the in Aotearoa, and it's been captured by Marty. And if the photographer wasn't around, we wouldn't have that history. No, she was also really, really good at, at um, having a. She had some kind of innate ability to recognise there was often more than just what was in front of the camera going on, that there was often a backstory or an atmosphere or something that needed to be captured as well. Somehow she was able to do that. That's right. Uh, That's very true. Another great photographer we have in our our history here is Jane Usher, who did a lot of stuff for the uh, listener, who I believe often pointed to Marty Friedlander's work and said, that's the kind of stuff I love to do, uh, to try to emulate what Marty did. Marty sort of set the the ground rules for a whole different style of portraiture. She did. uh, And as you say, some of these artists are actually, what she's done is frame them in studio or frame them um, with their work or... In other cases, it's actually about the, the there's something in their face and she's lit it so mm. that that part of their personality comes out. And it is, it's an extraordinary show, especially when you can actually look at some of them and think, I know that person is a painter without even, you know, them being in the painting yeah. studio. It's yeah. just a great yeah. skill. Terrific stuff, Marie. Thanks for that. Mm. Uh, that uh, Marty Friedlander exhibition, Portrait of the Artist, is open, as I said, it's free. It's open till 25th of July. We need to catch up again, but for now we've run out of time. But thank you so much for coming in this morning and, no and uh, being part of the program. Marie Mills, uh, one of the curators at Waikato Museum. I uh, hope it's not too long before we get a chance to have a chat again. Thanks, Mike. Thanks a lot. It's coming up to 24 past nine now. You're listening to The Free Breakfast on Free FM 89.0. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.